Hello. So last time we talked about when will you get married? And some of you guys started asking me personal questions. Some didn't even listen to the full podcast. The title alone just made them send me personal messages. <laughs> and they're like, when will you get married, Joy? <laughs> okay, it wasn't so much about me as it was about us. <laughs> so it was a topic that was necessary for us singles. We needed to talk about the time frame, the necessary time frame within which we could get married and how it wasn't so much about age and what we think that we possessed that qualified us for marriage or more of the intrinsic things that we most times do not take note of right <laughs> so let's not go back to last time let's talk about today today i wanted us to go further on that and say before you get married what are you doing about you now about the you factor about who you are you know oftentimes we meet people that we date and they say you have to accept me for who I am when you complain or just note some things and they say this is just me this is just me you know and once people say this is me that's it it's a block to many other things it's a an end to the discussion <laughs> you know and it's a good thing we should love people for who they are I want someone that would love me for who I am makes life much easier right <laughs> But then I asked the question of who are you? Who am I? Who do I want you to love? You know, am I being defensive with, oh, this is who I am? Am I using it as a roadblock to my own self-improvement? Are you doing the same? You know, as singles, I think we should think about those things. For us, we have the opportunity of the extra time before marriage, you know. And this podcast was started for this reason. I saw so many marriages weren't working. I'm a very family person. I'm passionate about good homes. And almost all my life, I've been committed to improvement in my own life. Because, not just because of marriage, but because I think that as human beings, every day that we live is an opportunity for us to grow. And if we become lazy at personal developments, hiding behind cliches of this, I'm just being myself. I, I really do not think it's it's good enough because we have we can become a lot. All of us as humans are awesome. Yes. <laughs> Maybe I'm a bit idealistic when I say that, but I have this idea that we're perfect inside. We're good. That's why we keep we look at ourselves inside and compare to the outside and then we try to make more improvements. This it's like there's a target somewhere and they were trying to be better than what we currently are right so we're good we're good people <laughs> we're good people so who are you now if you're telling me to accept you for who you are if you're saying i'm waiting for someone to love me for who i am who are you okay let's say you've been dating you've had some couple of relationships and there was this particular issue that each of them always complained about. Maybe it was the anger, maybe it was the stinginess, maybe it was just so much self-centeredness, 
maybe it was just that you were not always present or available in the relationship many things and over the years it was maybe there was just that common factor the common one that was constant in all of it and it's been that's a feedback don't you think so and it's a good one it's an advantage on your part it's something that you should consider and work on right now if you despise those things and say oh they're just judging me this is who i am somebody has to accept it and then eventually you meet somebody who accepted it and got married to you and over the years it became an issue and then added up to the statistics of bad marriages you know <laughs> do, do you think you've been fair enough you know do you think at some point you should have taken cognizance of the feedbacks and do something about those things you know this this is my concern really so before you get married how are you dealing with the issues around your emotions around your life that you need you should that you know that you should work on you know if you're someone that has issues with anger and you've had a lot of your ex complain about this whether as a lady or as a man and instead of working on those things and trying to improve on them and you say they're judging me they don't love me for who i am and then later you become abusive in, in your home but you had the opportunity to have worked on it instead you were hiding on that clinches maybe i should get this clear because i'm one of those who propagate about being yourself a lot the theme around my message of authenticity is basically about being yourself but I think we need some more clarity being yourself is not just a layback acceptance of whatever you think you are and then just relax and say this is who i am you just need to accept who i am <laughs> and i'm like who are you you know i think embracing your authenticity first of all is self-acceptance and it's it's very important that we do that but it does not in any way and let's let's make this very clear it does not in any way mean that you should not improve on things that need improvements right because we, we, we're all growing daily and when we see opportunities to grow i think we should take charge of it especially as singles i think singlehood is awesome you know i see it as that's why i enjoy it i see it as an opportunity for more chances for me to grow for to get better at myself you know it's not just about marriage it's not just about waiting to get married someday what are you doing now about yourself that's what this podcast is about i'm just here to point out to us some things we we do not consider that we do not take into how will i put it now into consideration we just relax and say oh i'm trusting on the lord for a life partner i'm going to church praying for a life partner and then why you're doing that which is great i do not say you shouldn't pray about having a life partner and then i feel that we should not just think of the external parts within yourself what are you doing about those things that would help you enjoy this marriage you're praying about right that's what this is about so look at me i dated a guy once who was who had issues with anger and he i noticed at the onset of the relationship that he would usually get angry easily over stuff and i didn't want to take it um seriously in the beginning i wanted to know him more and over time i realized that this was true and so i had to conf confront him about it and i needed to because there was this particular day we were out in the pub to have some fun an open air gathering <laughs> very beautiful place supposed to have been a very good day but it was fought for anger and then we were, we ordered for pepper soup and you know usually most pepper soups most soups are taken with spoon because 
it's easier to just enjoy it. People like the soup, you know. The soup in the pepper soup makes it special. And my guy had preference for fork, but we were served with spoon, which was a natural thing. And then the complaint began. He was furious. He was murmuring. And I said, take it easy. This lady didn't know that you have preferences for fork. Because quite naturally, we take pepper soup with spoon. And then so many complaints, you know. It was getting really on me also and affecting me, my enjoyment of my pepper soup, you know. And so I had to raise my hand and call the waiter's attention. She came, I explained to her. And she found it strange that someone would be taking pepper soup with fork. But I just pleaded with her to kindly change it for us. And that took a while for her to do. And within that space of time, everything was messed up with so much murmurings and anger and all of it. And eventually we had to leave that place. It was just one of those occasions. And it was getting a lot, little things. And I knew there was an issue somewhere. And so one day I asked him, have any girl, ex-girlfriend of yours complained about anger? Have any, do people complain that you get angry? You know, and thank God he was really truthful with me. He told me that he used to have quarrels with his ex, but he never hit her. He said there were instances where he had destroyed the television and then replaced it. You know, you know, I didn't have access to the ex-girlfriend to confirm if she was hit or not. <laughs> so I just took the part. Okay, fine. He said he hit the TV, not the girl. You know, and that, that was a dangerous sign, really. And it, this thing kept happening. Not that I left him immediately, but over time I knew because I have phobia for violence. Honestly, I'm very afraid of being hit or beaten by. I don't even like people shouting on me. So, you know, and I knew that it was something I couldn't deal with. And he wasn't conscious of it. He wasn't bothered. He wasn't taking any action to work on it. He just believed that's who he was. And, you know, and that's not fair. That relationship didn't work out. He's not married now like I am not. And I don't know if he has improved because really there's space for improvement. We do change. I'm just saying, imagine this guy gets married tomorrow and then I hear that he's having an abusive relationship. You know, am I going to say, oh, if I hear that, I already knew that it was coming from somewhere. So that, those are the things we're talking about. When people give you feedbacks about things about you, I think we should take advantage of that feedback and work on them. It takes a lot to break a habit, a lot, and it's understandable. So imagine somebody has been angered, angry for like 30 years, 28 years of their life, and you came with Cinderella dream that you would change this person just immediately after wedding. They don't happen that way. I know we have hopes, and when we fall in love, emotions are all of it, and we think this person will change, and then we try to patch up things, and then... After the euphoria of, of the wedding, our eyes become clearer to the real issues and becomes a problem. And then we pretend a lot of time like we didn't know they exist before. And many times we were aware. We just didn't take them seriously because of the gush of emotions of love, right? <laughs> so let's, 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 let's take these things into consideration. You're, you're stingy. And you've had your exes complain about being stingy. And hey, ladies, it's not just the guys, you know. Some ladies can be stingy. And I think guys also need to enjoy some giving, right? <laughs> and it's sometimes it's not just about being stingy. It's the theme around stinginess, the selfish nature. Quite naturally, almost all of us have this selfish tendency. It's fine. It's a way to protect ourselves from hurts, from for 
survival really as humans but there's a level that it gets harmful if it becomes too me 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 and then inconsiderate about the next person and insensitive that becomes a danger right and that's pure self-centeredness and nobody really want to build people who are selfish and self-centered because we should leave thinking of the next person we should be our brother's keeper right <laughs> yeah so really these are the things i'm trying to talk about here before you get married what are those things that consistently people have complained about you maybe it's unforgiveness you get easily malicious about stuff you know and you know marriage is about two forgivers right because there will be issues you're going to step on each other's toe regardless of the high levels of the love you know and don't don't keep these things under the carpet and say this is just me who are you do you like being so are you happy that way do you like the way it affects your relationship at works and your current state i'm sure you don't so why hide it why cover up with clinches that are not true you know why not work on them? Why not start the process? Because it's going to take a long time, you know. And the earlier we start those things, the better for us, right? <laughs> so basic, that's, that's what I'm trying to say here. So back to you now, as I round this up. Maybe a little bit more of introspection. All of us, I have to do mine now, yeah, after this podcast. So you now, what are those things that you think you need to work on? What are the things that have been, a lot of people have complained about? Your ex, your family, your friends, consistently over time. And you've been saying, oh, this is just me. I'm looking for somebody to love me for who I am. What is what is that thing that you don't even love about yourself, <laughs> you know? And you know that you should work on it. What are they? Mm? Should we just do this? Get a, a sheet of paper and a pen and, and write? It's just between you and yourself, you know? That's what personal development is about, right? It's just a, an opportunity for more improvement, for more growth. And in the end, it's beneficial to all of us. You have better homes, better relationships, and you're happier, right? <laughs> I know the pain of self-improvement can be very difficult, but then in the, 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 the benefits are awesome. Yeah, so that's, that's all we're about today. <laughs> and please send me feedback. Thank you for listening. I really appreciate this. Um, connect with me on my social media platforms at Joy Seki all around. It's Seki is I for ink, S for snake, E for egg, K for kite, I for ink. Check me out on my website, joyiseki.com. Buy my books on my website if you're in Nigeria or Amazon. Let's just connect. Let's continue with this conversation, right? <laughs> so to next time that we see, be yourself. And hey, you know what that means now, right? <laughs> Love you. Bye.